Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. Well, you all heard about the Silicon Valley nightmare it's taking place. Looks like hedge fund manager Bill Ackman is warning of an economic meltdown following the Silicon Valley bank collapse. Yeah. You know why? Because every time one of these fiscal forecasting assholes make a prediction that doesn't pan out, the smart guys with less money are going to go to that bank and make a few withdrawals. And wouldn't you know, Mr. Banker can't stand on his own two fucking feet without your paycheck. <laughs> Fuck him. The world is a vampire. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stan the Joke Man. Bet your sweet ass, honky-talkers. This is a two-introduction show minimum. Welcome. Glad to have you here on a Monday. I trust you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, we didn't get a damn thing done, pretty much. Yeah, I'm going in today to get a new set of tires on the wife's Jeep. She had a flat. She had a flat on her Jeep. Of course, you know, I've got to change it. And I thought the jack went on the side of the frame like all vehicles. On the Jeep frame. And that's not where you put the jack if you got to change a flat on a Jeep. No, no. The, uh, the jack actually goes on the fucking axle from the back or from the front. That's right. So uh, read your manual. I only bring it up because it was the first flat I've ever changed on a Jeep. And I was fucking struggling. I was like, where the hell does this jack go? There's no way it could go here. I've got it on the frame, but damn, the skid plate's in the way. So, yeah, guys, I have to admit, I followed my wife's advice, read the directions, and after I read the directions, I was able to change a flat in about 10 minutes. <laughs> Read them directions, damn it, and save money. Save money. Because we almost called a tow. I was so frustrated. We almost caught a tow, had it towed in, just let them fucking change it. Been changing flats all my life. I didn't know I couldn't handle a Jeep flat. But I followed my wife's advice. I read the instructions. The flat was changed. Everybody's happy, and I feel like a bigger man today. And you know, with all the uh, financial meltdown shit that's going on in Silicon Valley, and it is going to have a domino effect, but who knows where those dominoes are going to fall. How beautifully ironic is it that Easter is right around the corner, and we're constantly preaching to kids about not putting all your eggs in one goddamn basket. But what's the first thing we teach them? You get one goddamn basket. All of your eggs are going to go in this basket. It's no wonder we don't learn anything in America. We're a goddamn train wreck, a hypocrisy. Stop putting all your fucking eggs in one basket. Or Peter Cottontail is going to butt rape you. And take all your goddamn Here eggs. Here comes Peter Cottontail. Hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity Easter's on its way. I used to mule dope. When I went in anywhere, the first thing I was looking for was a way out. That's right, I got a bag of dope in my boot. How do I get the fuck out of here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how those two 
uh, careers ran into one another. But the fucking fact is, hey, if there ain't a way out, you don't go in. And a lot of people in Silicon Valley went in. These guys, they, they all go to college. They're all taught the exact same way, the exact same philosophies, theories, and ideas. And then they all get out there in the marketplace and they practice the same bullshit. <clears throat> Excuse me. They get out there and they try to be smarter than their education. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when you go to fucking prison. Cutesy. So money's going to be a little tight for some folks out there. Help. It may be me. Well, guess what? Stan the Joke Man has answers. Matter of fact, I have three kick-ass tips that can put money in your pocket right now. One, stop overpaying at fucking Amazon. Remember, when you go on Amazon to buy a new cordless drill, Amazon, they're going to put their favorite clients right up front. They're probably big boy name clients right up front with all their fucking drills at astronomically high prices. Whereas if you just go back, page two, page three, page four, page five, I promise you, you're going to find the exact same fucking drill from another company for a hell of a lot less money. You want to look at all the pages when you shop on Amazon, folks. Two, your car insurance. You have to have that insurance. Don't drive around without it because if you run into somebody and don't have it, you think you have hard times financially now? You ain't seen shit yet. If it's your fault, you're going to get sued by the people you ran into. You'll never get out from under it. So you got to have insurance. Just make sure you don't fucking overpay for insurance. You need to go in there and make sure you're not paying for coverage you don't fucking need. Call your insurance provider. They'll walk you through it. They'll give you options. You probably have shit on your policy right now that you don't fucking need that would lower your bill 10, 20, 30, 40 fucking dollars a month. Look there, you just put some more bread in your monthly budget. Now, here's a great one. You can make money from home. And I'm not shitting you. Listen to me carefully. Housewives, anybody that does the grocery shopping in the home, there's a free website. It's called Branded Surveys. They'll pay you $5 per survey for sharing your thoughts with their branded partners. You take three quick surveys every day, and that can earn you up to $140 a month. Hell yeah! Hey, that's $140. What was that? Your water bill and your electric bill or maybe your gas bill or something? Shit, yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Branded surveys. Now, chances are you're going to have to scan in your receipt to prove that you bought the item. So let me give you a tip, something you can do legally and make money. Walk around those parking lots and look for receipts on the ground because you're going to fucking find them. I guarantee it. You find them receipts, you take them home, you scan them in, and you get that fucking money. I knew a guy who used to do that back in the 80s. Fuck. He ran a whole enterprise going to Walmarts all over Oklahoma, picking up receipts in the parking lot, going inside, returning items that have never even left the fucking store. Yeah. That's why they have door greeters now. You ain't coming in here till I stamp your shit. Don't do that shit. That's illegal. What I'm saying, though, is pick those receipts up, take them home, and scan them in as your own to get that free money online. 
I mean, that's free money. Free money. All you got to do is just, you're at home anyway. Take the goddamn survey. So, that'd be about an hour of your time a day, but hey, 140 bucks. Yeah, they've paid out $20 million in just the past 10 years. Get on it. You know, my wife, there's all kinds of branded survey and receipt scans. And my cheap-ass wife is members of all of them. Every fucking receipt from any store goes under the Kleenex box in my house. No matter how insignificant, if it's got a barcode on it, it goes under the Kleenex box. And at the end of the month, she'll take that stack of receipts and scan them all in, all her little websites. I'll give you an example. I needed a new pair of slip-proof sketcher shoes one time. I had to have, through all of her receipt scanning and all that shit, I got a $120 pair of shoes for like 10 cents. 10 cents. And Amazon shipped them to me. Yeah. Can you remember anybody that ever in history bought slip-proof Skechers shoes, brand new, $120 pair for $0.10? Goddamn, thieves don't get off that cheap. (laughs) Talking about real quick ways you can either make money or save money in the household, you know, with the collapse of Silicon Valley, we're all tightening them financial budget belts. Garage sale. Weather's getting nicer. That's a good way to make some quick bank. Yeah, yard sale, garage sale. It's an excellent place to launder money, too. But I'm not telling you to do that. Just put some shit out there in the front yard. Something will go. Money will come to you. But you got don't go crazy on the signage. I learned something about the signage a long time ago. I went out and I spent like $150, yeah, in signage. Yeah, my my yard sale, I cranked out about 175 bucks. I made 25 bucks because I spent all my fucking money on signage. <laughs> and the lesson I learned was no matter how perfect and beautiful your sign is, chances are they're not even going to see that one. No. Now they see the fucking hubcap that somebody spray painted yard sale. And, you know, they got it nailed to the telephone pole. When I was a kid, I used to go to laundromats and pull the agitators. Oh, man, you can come away with so much fucking change up underneath them agitators. Now, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just telling you a story. Yeah, I'm telling you a story about my childhood, something I used to do when I was like 10 or 11 years old. I'm just saying that when I used to ride through rich neighborhoods, and I knew that condominium complex had a laundromat. Didn't matter. I was only 11. I had a tool set. I'd go in there and yank the fucking agitators. (laughs) Walk out of there with like $14 worth of fucking change in my pocket. (laughs) A poor boy will survive, folks. And just for the record, this is the first time I've ever discussed that since fucking doing it with anybody, ever. And I'm talking about it worldwide. Yes, Bartisville, Oklahoma, there's a condominium complex not too far from Madison Middle School. And, um, yeah, I used to raid those fucking laundromats. (laughs) Fuck it. Oh, man. 
I'm so sorry. That was only 42 fucking years ago. I hadn't even thought about it until right now. That is so fucking crazy. All right. Hey, but if you're thinking about retiring from that life of hustling, yeah, no more laundry mats. No more busting in the pinball machines to get all the quarters. and everything. No, no, we don't have to do that anymore. We're adults now. <laughs> you want to take that little nest egg you've built up of quarters and shit. You want to retire? I've got a list of the best states to retire in. Smart Assets has come out with the best states to retire in 2023, helping people make that smart financial decision. Now, they picked the top states based on tax liability and just other costs. Here's seven states that have absolutely no state income tax and no tax on your retirement income, period. Wyoming, South Dakota, Nevada, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, and Alaska. You want to get away from taxes, that's the place to go. But if the tax liability isn't really that big of a concern for you, then you might want to take the word of people who have already retired and been living in that environment for some time. According to retirees nationwide here at America, the top states favored are coming in at number six, Delaware. Number five, Montana. Four, Vermont. Three, West Virginia. Florida, still in the top three, coming in at number two. It's the best place to retire and the best state in America to retire in, according to retirees. Maine. Maine. Hey, look, it's gorgeous up there. So is New Hampshire. But Maine is great because you got the Cannon Mountains right there and it's just clean air and uh, beautiful terrain. Get ready for some rough winters, but... If you're in a cabin, you got plenty of firewood, who gives a shit, right? Oklahoma, eh, they didn't fare terrible, but they didn't fare great either. And that's mainly because they don't tax your retirement income here, but they get you so bad on medication, property taxes, energy costs. You know, just you get it so bad on all this other shit that it would almost be unholy for them to turn right around and tax you on your retirement income. You've already been taxed on that. I'm surprised they don't do it, quite frankly. But, hey, there's always tomorrow. They're writing new laws every day, it seems like, to strip rights from people and put new costs on us every fucking day in this state. It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's move on. Here's something they passed. I happen to agree with, believe it or not. <laughs> Old Steady Britches did sign one law in effect that did give people more rights when it came to selecting schools for their children. If your child is struggling in a school, this law says you have the right to take them out of that school, which I, I thought you had that right anyway, but apparently not. They had to pass a law for it. You have the right to take your child out of the school, put them in another school in hopes of seeing them improve in their studies. And it's working. KJRH had a lady on their station and they were talking to her and she says the transfer law has worked beautifully for her daughter. My thoughts are if you, if there's any reason that you feel like 
your child could maybe benefit from a different school, whether it be class size or, um, you know, a lot, I know I feel like a lot of the kids these days are struggling with some anxieties. Um, if you feel like you could benefit from a school transfer, I 100% would recommend it because I get to watch my kids love going to school every day and they're so excited to be there and how the teachers just welcome them with open arms. Boy, that's a fact, folks. Sometimes just a change of environment is all a kid needs. You know, sometimes it's good for everybody, and so good for them. I'm glad that Stitt signed that in the law, giving the parents more choices. Unfortunately, it was Kevin Stitt and the Oklahoma Taliban who did it, and they like playing both sides of the fence. So there's an ulterior motive behind that law. You know, it just completely ties right into what Stitt's trying to do with the school voucher program. Him and his campaign contributors have desperately been trying to get rid of public education for a long time now. Him and all the Republican Party in this state. Oh, look at them all. Bice, Fetgetter. They couldn't wait to approve all that legislation written by Senator Julie Daniels stripping rights away from parents of disabled children. Yeah, stripping their rights away. So we don't even have to look at them kids until they're 18 yeah, this is called dealing with problems head on. This is called not targeting people and terrorizing poor little kids who are scared and confused. The parents are equally as scared and confused, but not here. Mm-mm. Nah, the fat fucks in the Oklahoma Taliban, they know better than you. So fuck you and your kid. You just sit there and live with it until we're ready to look at you. Yeah. And then if you dare try to help yourself, they'll throw you in jail. That goes for you too, women and rape victims. Just eliminate, run out in jail. Anything that scares you, you can't look at. God forbid we have to educate ourselves. I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna lighten, to lighten this shit up. Y'all have to understand me, though. I mean... Oklahoma's in bad shape, folks, and I am not going to shut up about it until I start seeing some positive changes, and there are some truly wicked, dark people in charge, and every day they continue to go after the rights of the citizens in this state. It's un-American, un-fucking-American! It's goddamn radical, extremist, un-American, terroristic behavior. Any leader that uses the law to target American citizens is not an American leader. Are you listening to me, fat fuck, fat gutter, fat fuck bice, mullen, stit, all of you fucks? The best thing you could do is get the fuck out of the business because you're a liar and you're dishonorable and I am not going to stand idly by and watch you attack innocent people, motherfuckers. Scared, disabled little kids and their families. What the fuck are you? More of the U.S. Sixth Fleet that's made its way into the Black Sea. That's right, the USS George H.W. Bush Carrier Group is in and around the Mediterranean and the Black Sea. Latest ship to navigate the strait there in Turkey and make it into the Black Sea is another missile destroyer boat, another Arleigh Burke-class destroyer. Well, I'll tell you, they've got attack subs and everything there. I know the George H.W. Bush is nearby. Frigates, all kinds of 
you know, littoral and combat vessels, it's a deterrent. Yeah, it's just a warning to Russia. Hey, don't get cute and fire a fucking nuclear weapon. We'll blow it out of the sky and then level your country completely. And don't worry. There isn't going to be nuclear war if Russia fires a nuclear weapon. Look, you listen to any of the generals, and they'll all tell you, United States would level, turn all of Russia into a sheet of glass without using one nuclear weapon. The capabilities are there conventionally, folks. We don't need nukes anymore. But, um, <coughs> excuse me, that, that Sixth Fleet is down there, I believe, just as a deterrent, you know. I know that David S. Cook was there for a while in the Black Sea, so let's move on. Hey, here's some environmental news that's pretty positive. They have developed a new way of sucking carbon dioxide from the fucking atmosphere. Yeah, they're putting up stations all over the planet right now. They have these direct air capture plants. They got one up in Iceland that convert CO2 emissions into bicarbonate of soda. It, it, it takes CO2 emissions and I guess turns it into carbon water. <laughs> yeah, and then it can be put in the ocean safely. Doesn't hurt the ocean at all. Isn't that cool? I guess I was always waiting for some kind of technology to develop to clean the air up, and I guess they finally got one. All right, you know what it is, folks? Farting. We have to have these stations because we're never going to stop farting. You know, eventually people are going to be made to wear poop pouches. That's right. I think any if you walk outside, you have to have your poot pouch on. That's right. You have to have a you have to bag covering your ass in case you shit or fart. You could tie it to your like back belt loop or something and have it, you know. So when you fart, the gas would go right into the bag. Does, do fart? I would imagine farts float. So you know you'd see people walking around town with little hot air balloons tied to the back of their belt loops the end of the day you go to a station you know empty your bag in there maybe they have a little bistro outside the station little farty parties you know it'd be awesome why not yeah well we don't have to build the big fucking factory question is you want to walk around with that balloon tied to you all the time what if somebody pops your balloon could you go to jail for that what if you're in an elevator and somebody pops your balloon? There's like a week's worth of fart built up, you know? Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's that bratwurst I had two weeks ago. Speaking of bratwurst, hey, backyard barbecues. The weather's getting nicer, and everybody's looking forward to backyard barbecuing. You know what you need, folks? You've got the barbecue grill. You've got the deck chairs, lawn chairs, whatever. You got the table. You got the music set up. Everything's great. You got citronella candles, tiki torches, whatever. But you're lacking in entertainment. Yeah. You know, sometimes a stereo and a deck of cards isn't enough. You need something a little more to spice up your backyard barbecue. Unfortunately, half the people you invite are as big as you. That's right. Or even bigger. Might not be in the best health in the world, or just might not be in very good shape. This is addressed not at the guys in shape enough to play tag football in the backyard or frisbee or whatever. No, no, no. These are for the larger, more portly folks who can't get around real good. Nobody wants a backyard barbecue cardiac arrest. 
So we got to have some games and ensure these folks aren't going to have to move a lot. <laughs> the Big Jenga. That's a good one. Pick that up at any Walmart. Put it on the back patio table. And fat ass doesn't have to move. No, no. You just sit right here. Here's the chair for your right cheek. Here's the chair for your left cheek. Put a bucket up underneath you there. Catch any drippings. Yeah, we're going to play Jenga. Cornhole, badminton, volleyball, and horseshoes will work with fat people as long as you have children to chase the shit. Yeah. If somebody accidentally throws a horseshoe through a car windshield or if the Frisbee goes over the neighbor's fence or if the ball rolls out in the street, send the kids after it. That's what child labor's for. Hey, have them grab me a beer too, would you? But even if that is too much for your portly guests or if they've had a bad week and they're just coming over to the barbecue to get fucked up, hey, sit down and play chandelier quarters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many of you out there know what chandelier quarters are, but let me run down the process for you real quick. You take a great big solo cup, you put it in the middle of the table, you fill it with beer. You take an assortment of smaller cups and put around the solo cup and you fill them with beer. The smaller mugs are going to represent each player around the table, right? Everybody gets their own little cup. They put beer in it. They put it up next to the solo cup. When it's your turn to shoot, if you shoot your quarter and it bounces in your cup, you get a point at whoever you want to at the table and say, you drink your cup of beer. If you accidentally bounce your quarter into their cup, uh-oh, You've got a drink. But if the shooter makes the quarter in the large center solo cup, every participant at the table is required to immediately down their smaller cup of beer. The last person to slam their cup back down on the table loses, and they have to consume the large solo cup too. Hey, man, that's the best way to get the fat fucks passed out in the den early. Yeah. Start playing that game. You know what, though? Hey, time out. Stan the Joke Man talking here. You know, we used to play that game back when the beer here was 3-2. And it got us fucked up in about an hour. Ooh, I don't think I would play that game with six-point beer. Forget I said anything, okay? <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. We're going to go ahead and wind it down a little early today here on a fun day Monday. Stan the Joke Man show is a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon right here on Apple, Amazon, Pandora, and Spotify. I could really use your all's help. If you do me a favor and share my show, could you share my show on your social media pages? Put it out there. Tell people about it. Trying to help this show grow. We've got listeners all over the world, but I want to see it get bigger. I'm not going to be happy until I know there's fucking aliens listening to this show. Hey, if you trust me, folks, Stan the Joke Man will be happy to be the liaison between Earth and the aliens. Okay? I'll do all the talking. <laughs> hey, shit. You guys have a great Monday and Tuesday. I will be back on Wednesday, hump day at high noon. Until then, adios, mi amigos. Bye, can be us. Joey.